So you're thinking about making the move to Dexter, Michigan. Well, stick around because I'm touching on some crucial pros and cons that will help you decide if this city in Southeast Michigan is right for you. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. As the title states, I'll be knocking out a few pros and cons about living in Dexter, Michigan that I believe could influence whether or not you call this city your home or not. Starting off with the pros of living in Dexter, Michigan, I'll knock out the most obvious one, it's location. I'm sure this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest reason Dexter is in your crosshairs as a place to live. The proximity to Ann Arbor is such a huge selling point for Dexter since Ann Arbor is hardly eight miles down the road. Just a side note, if Ann Arbor interests you, I'll link to a pros and cons video I created about Ann Arbor a little bit back in the description so you can add that to your queue. A lot of people who reach out to me either from other states or other regions of the state of Michigan always think about Ann Arbor, but after doing more research, they find they don't actually wanna live in Ann Arbor, but they would like to live close to take advantage of the amenities the city offers as they are truly one of a kind. It's not for bad reasons by any means. I firmly believe it depends depends on which stage you are in your life that makes or breaks your decision to live in a city like Ann Arbor. It's a college town, it's busy, it's yellow and blue all the time, and some people just don't want that daily hustle and bustle of a thriving city like Ann Arbor, and there's nothing wrong with that. And for that reason alone, cities like Dexter, Ypsilanti, Saline, and Superior Charter Township are gaining more and more popularity as they offer their own unique communities while having the luxury of taking advantage of Ann Arbor's as well. Stepping on over to pro number two is the city offerings. When people think of Dexter, they think of this little tiny town that has nothing to offer and is literally a neighboring community or a baby suburb of Ann Arbor. It's true to a certain extent, but that misconception often overlooks what this city actually has to offer. If you take a look at Dexter, Michigan on a map, you'd understand that the city is pretty nestled on the banks of the Huron River and Mill Creek, and offers an extensive amount of walking, hiking, and biking opportunities in their 14 parks, Having a dedicated environmental awareness plan to focus on the greenery throughout the city, this town is an award-winning hub of recreation, not just for the few activities I mentioned earlier, but canoeing, kayaking, and fishing on the creek and river. On top of that, there are a lot of sidewalks throughout the city that give you the convenient commute to Dexter Cider Mill, the library, the farmer's market, but the amenities don't stop there. Dexter has a few shopping corridors that should not be overlooked on Dexter's historic Main Street that include Beer Grotto Dexter, Dexter Pub, Zingerman's Corman Farms, ice cream shops, and so many other convenience stores that lead to the Dexter Ann Arbor corridor that has been home to several large new developments over the last couple years. You'll also want to take some time and immerse yourself in Dexter's culture and festivals. Just like most cities in Michigan, they offer yearly festivals. Dexter offers the Dexter Days, which is a two-day event in the middle of August that is full of food, art, entertainment, music. They also have a summer music concert series along with the Paint Dexter Plain Air Festival that I believe is in its 10th year that lasts for about a week that features art activities, sales, competitions, workshops, and so much more. And just to give you some more insight about Dexter in terms of what they offer and what the local government residents do for the city, I'll attach their most recent newsletter so you can get to see the issues they're facing, how they're going about them, their tax structure, what the tax dollars are going toward, 
along with information about Parks and Rec, future plans, schools, accomplishments, and so much more. Transitioning into pro number three, we have the community. The first two pros have essentially broken down exactly why this town is favorable from what the city offers, the events they put on, along with other amenities that make Dexter, Michigan feel like a great community. Yes, it's a small town, but many residents have said it's fun, inviting, and has recently become highly sought after. Many residents and passerbyers also enjoy the walkable downtown, despite its smaller size. The reason I wanted to double down speaking about the community in Dexter, Michigan is all because of what happened in March 15, 2012. We had the Dexter tornado. Oh my God. Using what I know about weather, I watched the line segments of the storms turn to clusters and turn to individual cells, and then they turn right. That all means it's a formula for bad stuff. And if there's anyone from Dexter watching this video, I'm sure it feels like yesterday when that EF3 tornado came ripping through your town. And for those of you that don't know what an EF3 tornado is, it's based on the wind speed and the severity of damage. These tornadoes typically have a wind speed of anywhere between 150 and 200 miles per hour, which is enough to completely demolish a home from the ground up, and that's exactly what happened. They say it had the wind speed of an EF2, but the damage of an EF3, since it only traveled about 7.5 miles in 40 minutes. Over 100 homes were demolished, trees and power lines were completely wiped out, but fortunately, there were no reported injuries. All that to say, over 10 years since that terrible time when the community came together to build that part of the city back to what it once was. It's awful experiences like that that showed a lot of Dexter's residents how powerful of a community they have and why several people couldn't imagine living anywhere else. On the other hand, this same point brings me into con number one of living in Dexter, Michigan, and that's the community. As I mentioned in several of my other videos about being an outsider in a small town, it takes some time to adjust no matter what city or state you decide to live in. I also believe that this point is heavily situational, but of course, I wanted to make sure I brought it up to help you make the most informed decision possible. My advice, no matter what city or state you decide to move to, make the investment to come out and check the area out first. Spending a whole day or even a few hours in the town that you are interested in will tell you a lot about how the community is. The mannerisms, the morals, the respect, all these aspects of a community can be uncovered within the first few hours. You just need to venture out and experience it. I know a lot of people moving here from out of state want to just make the process quicker and hop on a home site unseen. I know it makes my job easier, but there is no good feeling to me in helping someone move to a state I grew up in my whole life to not like the area they just put their whole life savings into. I could make this point as a con in each one of my pros and cons videos because I truly believe the importance of making the investment for travel in a hotel to spend a few days looking at the areas of interest which is typically what I do with my clients who are not from the area. I can give you my insight and experience all day, every day, but at the end of the day, our wants, needs, and lifestyle are different from each other. Now on to con number two, downtown. I know I just spent this whole time hyping up the community and downtown area, but this point is more specific to the nightlife. Several residents have said Dexter isn't the greatest in the nightlife department. All the restaurants, bars, breweries, and entertainment call it a night pretty early on, and that has been the biggest factor. Fortunately enough though, Ann Arbor's nightlife is amazing and everything you could ever need and more is there. It just might cost you a 15 minute Uber or a Lyft ride. What could Dexter do better with their nightlife? One, stay open later. Two, light up the streets in a fancy fashion and give people a reason to come and stay in the city. Of course, staffing is probably one of the bigger issues as it is everywhere across the nation right now. 
but if there's a possibility of making this happen, I'm sure it would make the city more desirable. Last but not least, con number three for living in Dexter, Michigan, we have the cost of living. I've put a lot of emphasis on how this is a small town and how variety tends to be a slim thing in smaller cities like this, so it's safe to have the assumption that a place like this would have a lower cost of living and affordable real estate. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Taking a look at this graph provided by bestplaces.net, you can see Dexter comes in with an overall of 113.1, while Michigan as a whole sits at an average of 89.6. The biggest factors to such a high overall is housing coming in at 145.2, and I bet it's starting to click for you now why that is. If you guessed the proximity to Ann Arbor, then you would get a big old gold star. Taking a look at this graph provided by the multiple listing service showing Dexter, Dexter Township, Ann Arbor, and Ann Arbor Township's average sale price in August 2022, along with the progression over the last three years, it's clear that Ann Arbor is a little more expensive than Dexter, and for good reason. On the lower side of the pricing spectrum, Dexter comes in at $402,848, which is a 8.1% increase from a year ago, whereas Ann Arbor Township averages a sale price of $788,608, increasing 37.1% over the last year, which is absolutely mind-blowing, coming up from an average of $486,931 in January of 2019. The pandemic has hit Ann Arbor pretty hard. Investors buying up student housing and selling it up or turning around and renting it for high prices. And of course the area has just been getting that much more appealing. Extra in that comparison becomes a much more affordable place to live. But as you can see, the price point is definitely continuing to creep higher and higher. And that is due to the proximity, like I mentioned, but also the fact that the affordability gap in just a 15 minute drive has blown way out of proportion. So students and other residents are finding themselves living outside the city and commuting to save that much more money on rents and mortgages. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.